And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your Sunday here with us. I am Chris Creston, and this is Your Life, Your Money, and I'm joined as always by the money guy, Kelvin. AskKelvin.ca is where you can find out more information about Kelvin and everything that we're talking about here today. Kelvin, how have you been? Good, good, good. Morning. How are you? Yeah, good, good. good. We're uh, looking out for a bit of a windy one here today, yeah. so everyone batten down the hatches. It's going to be warm, but it's <laughs> going to be windy. I so know, I hear you. We're going to be uh, looking out for some of that, looking out for maybe some flying debris or something, <laughs> so be careful while you're out there. But um, the main focus of this show is your life and your money, so we're going to be looking out more for your financial situation and, uh, you know what? It's that time of year when RSPs right. are coming up, and the, the deadline is it's Thursday. very soon. Thursday. Mm. Wow, it's mm. creeping up on us here. And you know, it's really funny because people, we have 14 months to buy the RSP, and people will wait till the very last day, man, to go and buy it. It's so funny because you, you think, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make my decision how much I need, what I want right. to put it in, yeah. what I'm going to do with it. I'll do that later. I can't, I can't be bothered with it now. I'm just going to, there's something I need to do here. There's something I need to do there. But right. meanwhile, you know, there's so many ways you can do it and not even think about it. Well, the, the biggest flaw with, uh, with RSPs is that, you know, we don't, we don't plan it out. Mm-hmm. We buy it to save taxes. Yeah. So many people buy the RSPs for the wrong reason. For, it's really funny because I think people think the RSP, when you go to take it out, you don't pay any tax. Mm-hmm. But that's when your troubles really begin. Because if you're really good at saving money and buying your RSPs diligently, you're going to accumulate quite a bit when you're in your 60s, right? Yeah, and but, that's that's yeah. when you need it. Yeah, but the problem is you got to pay back a lot of the taxes. Right. So I, so I always say RSPs are, are like uh, teeter-totters, you know? Yeah. And TFSAs, which we'll talk about in a second, are like benches. So that the thing with the with the RSPs is you want to buy it uh, when your income, like it works best when your income is high, mm-hmm. and then you take it out when your income is low, at the low end, right? But many times we find it really doesn't happen because people don't take into consideration things like, you know, their pension plan at work if they have one, if they're lucky to have one. Right. Um, they don't take into account uh, a lot of things could it, like really affects uh, the way your RSPs are taxed when you get older. So you could end up making a, too much at retirement and end up getting taxed mm-hmm. way more than you had planned because you didn't really plan. Right. So, Kelvin, we should probably get into before we get started. I, I should uh, mention if anyone has any questions that they want to ask Kelvin on the air, Ask Kelvin is the name of the website, but you can also give us a call live on the air at 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. That's 416-870-6400 or star 640 on your cell phone. And we'll be talking RSPs and TFSAs all hour long. So if you've got any questions about that, you can give us a question or give us a call. Kelvin, we should probably start with some of the RSP versus TFSA basics. Right. So it's funny because uh, if uh, when you save too much money in your RSP instead of a TFSA, it could cost you dearly, you know. Uh, the, the RSP was started back in 1957, 58, I believe, around 62 years ago, 1957. And we grew up with RSPs, you know. We, um, it was marketed to us all the time, buy an RSP, buy an RSP. And when it started, our, our tax bracket wasn't really that high. It was probably 30%. Now, 
you're in the highest tax bracket, you're at a 50% tax, you know, paying taxes, right? The TFSA started in 2009, and it's really a, a really true tax saver. So that every dollar that goes into the um, into your TFSA, it's not tax. And and when they launched the TFSA, actually, they did a couple of wrong things. From from our opinion, is they call it a tax-free savings account. So when you think about um, if you survey ten people, probably eight of them have it in the bank because they think it's a savings account. Yeah, they hear the name tax-free savings, savings account. account. So you think you I'm just parking my money there. I'm putting it in there like any other savings right. account. Right. When they should have really called it a tax-free investment account. Right. To get people thinking, you know what? I can make as much money in this in this vehicle and don't pay a penny in tax. So the TFSA is really an upside down RSP. The RSP you get a savings today on your taxes, mm-hmm. um, and you pay back the tax later on, hopefully in a lower tax bracket. The TFSA is after tax dollar that can grow tremendously, and you don't pay a penny in tax. So you really have to be mindful about what do I buy. And again, it depends on the individual, depends on your income, a lot of circumstances, right? Um, so, so I say TFSAs are like benches, right? Um, from a tax point of view, every dollar you put in is taxed based on your income that year, and that's the end of the story, right? So, so that's it. So, if you made, let, let's say, fifty thousand dollars that year. That's the income that that's taxed at. And any growth that you see on that TFSA, you're not going to be taxed on it when you tax. decide to pull it out. That's right. Right. Versus the RSP where you're you're going to be sort of putting off that tax. That's going to count against that $50,000 you earned this year. But you're going to have to pay it right. on the growth that you're that you're withdrawing in the future. Right. Well, not only on the growth, but it, it, it depends on your income. So if your income when you're um, when you're older, and a lot of things can affect your income that you don't think about right now when you're in your you know 30s, 40s, even your 50s. Mm-hmm. So what could affect your tax bracket could be things like a rent, like rental income. People buy houses and rent it out that goes on their income. Right. Um, other things could be the death of a spouse, maybe. Um, you know, so so you really have to think about this RSP. Uh, when you buy it. Right. So you you're, you could wind up, whether it's a rental income, other sort of income that you're making, death of a spouse, all of a sudden you're making, you're getting the pension from your spouse as well as your own, right. and you're making twice as much for one person, and your income has gone through the roof. Right. So it, it will affect things like your old age pension, uh, things like that. So you have to be, you really got to sit and plan what you ought to do. We'll talk more about how you make that plan and uh, compare and contrast the RSPs and TFSAs as we continue here and really try and decode what exactly you as a listener out there, someone who's uh, just trying to plan for their retirement, Mm -hmm. plan for their future, where you can navigate all of this and how you can figure it out. Askkelvin.ca, ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca is his website and you can give him a call 416-457-7500. Two six more of your life, your money coming up on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Good Sunday morning to everyone out there. We are live here at Chorus Key. 
on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Chris Creston and joined as always by Kelvin. AskKelvin.ca. Ask K E L V I N.ca is his website and how you can get in contact with him. You can call us live here on the air, like the big voice guy said, 416 870 star 640 on your cell phone and you can uh, send him an email or get in touch with him via his website askkelvin.ca we've been talking kelvin about rsps and tfsas right sort of trying to decode what we think what people need and it's it's confusing because even my wife and i were sitting down last night talking about it hey rsp deadline is coming up we've got automatic withdrawals right. coming out into our rsps but we've got some money sitting in a savings account and we're trying to think what should we put it in? What, what should we do with it? Do you mm. put it, should it? We might need it some point in the next year or so. Right. So RSPs don't seem like a good idea, but should I put it in a TFSA? What should I do? So, you know, if you need your money within a year or so, you know, just leave it where it is because if you invest it, we know the day that you need it, it's the day the markets are going to drop, right? <laughs> okay, so, the, so don't keep yeah, it don't safe. Fl- that's right. In, in, in a normal savings account sort of situation. Right. Because even if you did, you know, we, you're, a TFSA, and we were talking about this last segment, and a, a friend of mine was even trying to tell me, TFSA is just a bank account. Don't don't even get one. If you've got a savings <laughs> account, you don't need a TFSA. See why I told you don't get don't, advice from friends? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> a lot of the time, they're a couple beers deep by the time they start giving their advice. Yes, but, that's right. <laughs> so I, 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 he even started making me feel crazy. Said, no, no, you can put it into a mutual fund and all, all this stuff. You're investing right. within that TFSA. Yeah. And, and you should. You should take your TFSA and invest it. Mm-hmm. And take a little risk if you could and, and make some money. So people that are that been investing for a while in RSPs, TFSAs, you know, when they got their statements, their year-end statements in December, they're all freaking out, right? Because everything went down. And when you look at the statements today, you, most people are up about seven, eight percent from December till now. So it just goes to show: don't worry too much about the stock markets going up and down. I find people worry about that all the time, rather than worrying about you know, what's going to happen to my life in the next 20, 25 years? Am I going to have enough money to retire? And most people today will live longer in the retirement in their retirement years than in their working years, right? So you've got to really think about how you're going to be investing yeah. that money because that is going to be your main income. You're right. not going to be working. Well, that's the thing. It says, uh, you know, I was reading a statistics the other day by um, the CIBC, and they say that, uh, you know, 90% of people don't have a detailed retirement plan. And again, they ask, how much money do you need when you retire? And the average person said they need about $750,000. Yet the average person today has only saved 184000 So you can be quite short. So you better make sure that you plan your money life. You know, don't worry about the stock markets going up and down. Worry about will you have enough? And more importantly, how's my money going to be taxed? So when you're looking at that sort of time frame of when you're going to need your money, if you need it at retirement, is it is it better to have a balance of a TFSA and an RSP or should you should you just be getting a TFSA because you're you don't want to be taxed when it's time right. when you need the money most? So you know, it depends on your situation, on your own personal situation, right? 
um, in some cases, um, you know, there used to be something called a spousal RSP a long time ago. Now with income splitting and things like that, people don't really buy too much. But it's still a really good um, thing for people to do. So let's say you're working and your income's really high and your wife or the spouse doesn't work. You know, you might want to buy a spousal RSP. You really, you you get the tax break and the spouse uh, gets becomes the owner. After three years, you might want to just withdraw that RSP and then rebuy it. So there's all kinds of little techniques that people can use to save themselves all kinds of taxes, but we don't. We don't plan out our lives. We sit and contemplate about, do I buy an RSP? Do I buy a TV? You know, sit down with your advisor and figure out what's the best thing for you. So a lot of people, you know, you were saying the RSP started back in, was it 57? 57. 57. That a lot of people's entire working career, they've been, every at the end of every February, they've been putting right. away money in an RSP. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's been growing. They've been accumulating some money here, but then they're thinking, I'm getting closer to retirement. Should I start at this point? Say you're maybe approaching 60. Mm-hmm. Should I start putting that money into the TFSA? So th- those people that are in their late 50s and their 60s, most of those people have, you know, over $200,000 in their RSPs. The problem there is that they're going to face all kinds of uh, clawbacks and stuff if they don't maybe start decumulating some of the RSPs. Um, when I say decumulate, maybe start taking some out. I don't know, depending on your tax bracket and so on. Um, so, you know, when, when I was talking um, during the break, I've been doing this for about 30 years. So 20 years ago, 25 years ago, it was a big Everyone's buying RSPs, a big rush into RSPs. So if you were 40 years old 20 years ago, you know, you're 60 today. And if you're really diligent about buying the RSPs, man, you probably have a lot of money in there and going to be facing a lot of tax problems when you hit that 65 to 70 years old. Do you think, Kelvin, people are not thinking about that point when they're 65 years yeah. old? They're just thinking about, I've got, I've got to do my taxes in a couple of months here. I'm going to want to, you know, right. balance out my income so I get a bigger refund today. Yeah. Yeah. So people do their tax planning mm-hmm. when they're filling out the form. Well, it's too late because you missed the whole year. You yeah. can't do anything for 2018. Yeah. You're toast. It's over now. Yeah. So, you know, when you're when you're thinking about an RSP, do you think that people should be thinking more about it on the retirement end than thinking about trying to get that tax refund, maybe long-term rather than a short-term gain? So so after the break, we'll talk about money going in and money coming out of an RSP. Terrific. That'll be coming up here on Your Life, Your Money. You can give us a call anytime on the air, all hour long, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. Visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca. More on TFSAs and RRSPs and your retirement and your investments on the other side here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Your life, your money here, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Repeating what the big voice guy said, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone is the number that you can dial to get a hold of Kelvin live on the air here. You can also visit his website, askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, we actually do have a call on the line right now. Do you... I uh, want to talk a little bit about the 
RSPs some more? You want to go uh, to? We, yeah, we can take let's the call. Go, sure. Let's take the call here. Tim in Aurora called us here at 416-870-6400. And uh, you've got a question about TFSAs and what you can put into it. Yes, hi there. Hey, Tim. Thanks so much for calling. Thanks. Um, I have the opportunity where I, I bought a few uh, small second mortgages for 35000 to about 75000 They're usually three months to a year long. Right. And I, and I get uh, anywhere from 10 to 14% interest rate. Wow. Um, and is that something that I can then put into a TFSA and... and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would if you're getting that kind of uh, return, sure, I would put it into a TFSA and shelter the money there because you're you're already tax you're paying tax on that money, right? Correct. Yeah, so I would take if you don't need it, um, or take half of it and fill up your TFSA room. So first of all, do you have room in your TFSA? I would have lots of room because I really just started it. Right. So for those listening, um, you know, if you haven't put money in your TFSA. Yet, um, you can put up to $63,500 as of today in your TFSA with $6,000 every year. So, yeah, Tim, I would uh, I would buy a TFSA, but be mindful of what you hold inside the TFSA. Like Chris was saying, you can hold uh, mutual funds, stocks, you know, hold things like that that's actually going to make you money. Yeah. So, well, so don't, buy, have... don't buy things like GICs and stuff like that. No, I, I, I'm 50 years old. I have about 200,000 in RRSPs. Um, and again, I, I've had these opportunities now. It's the last two have gone very well. Right. Um, and, and I'm looking at, I don't need the money. Right. I just, this is my, my bonus money to try and, and make good, good money. So, so you should, so having 200,000 in your RSPs, being 50 years old, you're the typical person that we talk about because you've got 10, 15 years before you retire or start taking your money out of your RSP. And if you manage it properly, you know, it's going to turn into like 500,000 your RSP. So you need to balance your RSPs with your TFSAs. So, yeah, it's a good strategy. I would uh, I would put as much as I could in my, uh, in my TFSA. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much for calling us here, Tim. And Tim, if you need to get a hold of Kelvin to ask him any follow-up questions, 416-457-7526 is a number to reach Kelvin off the air, 416-457-7526. AskKelvin.ca is the way to get a hold of Kelvin, the money guy and the host of Your Life, Your Money. We we're talking about that, and it's interesting because he's making that extra income right. now. Yeah. And he, the great thing about a TFSA is you're already taxed on that right. income. Exactly. So this way you can let it grow. Yes. And that growth isn't going to be taxed right. when you decide you it, take it out. And in some cases, you know, again, depending on the individual, you might want to take some money out of your RSP and put it in a TFSA. That was my next question. Yeah, let so it compound. If you've accumulated a lot in your RSP, right. is that a good idea to... Again, it depends on your income. There's a lot of circumstances. So the most important, the, the the biggest difference between an RSP and a TFSA is about how the taxes work when the money goes in and more importantly, when the money comes out, right? So, um, you know, be mind, be mindful of how you do it because like I say, when with an RSP, the government doesn't tax you on the money you put in. That's why you generally get a tax refund when you make a lump sum deposit into the RSP. You essentially overpaid money 
um, or in overpaid taxes, when you make the RSP contribution, you get back that taxes. The right. problem is when you retire, you turn it into a RIF is where the problem starts because you have no mechanism to offset the taxes that you that you're going to pay. Right, so that all that offset tax, yeah. the only mechanism you had at that point right. in your youth is the RRSP. Right. But as you're getting older, you're out of those options, mm-hmm. and you're going to pay taxes on whatever you get taken right. out. I mean, don't get me wrong. RSPs, if used properly, is a really good thing for us, right? That's what it was meant for. It's meant to plan our retirement. But we kind of, along the years, went sideways, and we forgot about that, you know? Yeah, because that's the thing. I think most people are thinking of it immediately as, oh, you know, I made, I, I made, I made yeah. some extra money. I want to make sure that I'm going to be taxed at a lower bracket. What's right. the minimum that I can put into this and make the maximum and, back on my tax return? And I think the biggest problem is that we don't reinvest back our refund. Right. It's already spent. So that's the thing. So by the time you retired... You can't remember the last, <laughs> yeah. you know, 40 years of, right. of, tax, of yeah. tax returns and what you actually spent that bonus exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. That's, the, that's the, the whole crux of this is take that refund and reinvest it. Right. And then, you, then you're going to be holding on to it and right. you actually have something. And that's where it works really good if you could do stuff like it. But we're not programmed to do that. No. You know? Well, yeah. you've got some extra cash and you're thinking. Spend. about sp- Yeah. You're going to get something. You're going to go on vacation. Yeah. You're going to do something with it because, hey, I, I earned this. This is mine. I'm going right. to do something with yeah. it. And that's a, it's right. naturally the way to think. Yeah, exactly. So I guess there's different ways you can invest, invest it into another RSP, put it into a TFSA, probably better, a better I, I would it. think so. I mean, that's the ideal world, but mm-hmm. we, we don't do stuff like that. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're too emotional, you know, with, with all of our money and whatnot. So. We're getting a, a few more calls coming in here. So let's go to uh, Morrow in Toronto has been waiting for a couple okay. minutes here. I think it's pronounced Morrow. Is that uh, the correct pronunciation of your name? Yes, it is. Perfect. Morrow, what's your question? Um, how much uh, money should I should I be putting in? Uh, because basically, I'm right now in my fifties. So basically, setting aside, how much money should I be putting aside uh, until retirement? Like, I mean, there's a certain percentage. So again, um, you got to sit down and do the math and say how much money do you need when you retire, and what age are you going to retire? So, so how old are you? You said you were fifty. I'm in my fifties. Yeah. So Bank of uh, Montreal did a survey a while back, and they found that most people want about $4,000 of income when they retire. So you've got to take into account your CPP, your old age, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if you have a defined pension or you get a pension plan at work, you've got to take that into account and figure out how much that's going to be and then work backwards and say, okay, I'm going to be short you know, $2,000 or something. And then figure out how much money you got to save to give you $2,000 of income from the time you're 65 to the time you're 90. So the answer is, for every $1,000 that you need, uh, from the time you're 65 to 90, you need about $220,000 in your RSPs, TFSAs, something like that. And it's, it's really achievable. Most people can achieve it. So give me a call and maybe we can have a chat off air. That'd be great. Uh, would, do you have a number? Yeah, four one six four five seven seven five two six is the right. number, right, Kelvin? Yes. Sorry, what's what's the number again? Sorry. Uh, four one six. Yeah. Four five seven. Yeah. Seven five two six. 
two six and the, and that's uh, and that's my uh, cell number. Financial advisor too as well. Yes. So we yeah, sit down, have a chat. Pardon? Because I'm present with another company I'm not too satisfied with, and I may be looking for different funds. They seem to not be growing the funds I have. Yeah, just just give me a call off here, and we can have a and we'll have a chat. Okay. And you're in the Toronto area, right? Yes. Okay, and your name is Calvin. 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 That's K E L V I N. All right, I will do that. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much for your call. And anyone who wants to give Kelvin a call off the air can do so. 416-457-7526. That's the number to reach Kelvin off the air. We've got some uh, other callers waiting on hold, so we'll take them on the other side. And uh, I've got some more questions as well. Good. So <laughs> we, we're, we're all learning here. And Kelvin is the teacher on your life, your money, and he can help you out. 416-457-7526. Ask Kelvin.com. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And I am Chris Creston, joined as always by the money guy, Kelvin. AskKelvin.ca is his website. AskKelvin.ca is his website. And we've been talking all hour about RSPs and TFSAs and what people should be doing with their money, how they should be investing it. Because a tax-free savings account is there for your investments. The RSPs are there for your retirement and not just that tax deferral today. Right. So... There's a lot to think about, and there's a lot of sort of calculations people need to start making. And, and one thing, you know, I see is that, um, you know, don't save all your money. Mm-hmm. I mean, save for that retirement and stuff, you know, but plan out a trip or something and have fun with, you know, you only live once. Yeah. And too many of us on the financial advising site um, always tell, you know, save, save, save. There's nothing wrong with saving, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but... Too many people we see don't really enjoy their lives, you know, because all they worry about is saving or some get fed up thinking, man, I'll never save a million dollars. Right. So you get discouraged, right? So it's easy for someone to either get discouraged and save nothing or get too worked up yeah. about it and save everything right. and then you're not enjoying today. Yeah. And and use an independent financial advisor because studies show that when you invest, when you invest with an advisor, an independent advisor... You tend to make about a three percent return higher than doing it on your own. Yeah, it's funny how we try to manage our own money, and uh, you know that's a big part of our lives, and we can't, and we mismanage it, and we only worry about it when we hit sixty-five, and so we go, "Oh my mm-hmm. God, what did I do wrong?" Yeah, seriously, that's it, that that's too late at that point. We're taking some more calls on the air here as well because we are live here. So you can give us a call, 416-870-6400. We've got Peter in Port Perry calling. Peter, what's your question for Kelvin? Uh, You know, I think I'm right in that sort of wheelhouse of that average person you're talking about. I'm 50 years old. I've Mm -hmm. got about 250000 in RSPs and equity. But this year, because I'm uh, contract employed, I'm, I'm looking now to take some of my tax dollars and max out my RSP so I can get that offset. But you've piqued my interest thinking maybe TFSA is a better way to go. My financial guy doesn't talk a lot about TFSAs, just keep doing conservative investing in mutual funds with RSP. Right. I mean, a lot of things have changed, you know. Um, so, so the traditional way of just, like you said, just buying the RSP maybe doesn't cut it anymore, especially if you're self-employed or something like that. You might want to look at other things um, to save you taxes rather than RSP. There's so many vehicles out there to help you. It's not appropriate for everyone, but for some people, depending on your income and so on. You're you're actually Peter. You're the typical guy with 250 in your RSP and in your 50s, right? So yep. 
So you're exactly the type of people that we talk about because you've done very well for yourself. So you might want to start, again, depending on your income, maybe um, if you have a bunch of money, maybe full up your, your TFSA. You wouldn't get the tax break today, but it'll help you down the road. So right. it's something, yeah, something you need to, we need to chat with. Give me a call, like I say, off air or send me a quick uh, note on my site um, and we can have a chat. But yeah, I, I think, uh, again, build your TFSA because it sounds like you got a lot of money in your RSPs. Okay, well, I'll give you a call and we'll look at some of the numbers. All right, enjoy your day. Thank you so much for much. the call. You can give Kelvin a call off the air at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six because that's what Kelvin does. He's an advisor and he'll help you with your money and help you with these plans. Right, and and I mean what what I try and do is give you experiences. Uh, like I say, I've been doing this for quite a while, mm-hmm. and and when I talk to people, I kind of figure out you know what did somebody in your age or with the amount of money you have did fifteen years ago, and it worked out for them with the markets going up and down and all kinds of stuff happening. So don't reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, add your spoke to it and move on. That's that's good advice because, you know, you've got the years of experience. You've seen some pitfalls. You've seen some success stories. And you can say, this is how we can plan mm-hmm. for the waters ahead. This is how we can navigate the rest of this trip. Right. So, you know, after the break, I'm going to talk. I'm going to, well, take a call maybe mm-hmm. uh, from David. But after the break... Well, I'll talk, give you some statistics on, on how, why it's so important to sit down and plan out your life. I mean, 90, 90% of people don't have a detailed retirement plan to describe their lifestyle mm-hmm. or their income needs when they retire. And I think the big part of retirement is really lifestyle, you know. It's not so much money. I mean, we're all going to have enough money. We live in the best country in the whole world. Mm-hmm. But I think lifestyle is one of the major things that's going to happen with us. Yeah, you're used to a certain lifestyle and you want to try to keep that rolling through your golden years. Yes. I haven't heard anyone say golden years in a while, (laughs) except for David Bowie. So uh, (laughs) when I'm spinning some Bowie, I'll hear a little of that. We've got David uh, calling us here in Oshawa and uh, I'll... I'll take the call with David, actually. Yeah, so I'll take David uh, now before we take the break. David, you've got a question. You're 65 and you want to start taking money out of your RSP. And it sort of plays into something that I was thinking about, too, in my own head. So right. I wanted to you know, get to you now. Thanks for calling, David. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, David. Hi. Um, as I said, I'm 65. I have a generous uh, teacher's pension. Wow, nice. And... I've been putting I, all my working years, I put my maximum in the RSP, and in hindsight, I wish I hadn't done that, but right. I, now, I now have maybe $130,000 in my RSP. I get the Canada pension and the old age security, and I just don't want to give my RSP back to the government in taxes when right. I start taking it out. Mm-hmm. And, I'm just curious what my options might be. So you're 65. You're going to have to start turning that into a riff when you're um, when you're 71. 71. So you could start. Uh, do you have a spouse and do they work or no? I, I have a spouse I am separated from. So I guess the answer is no, I don't <laughs> have a spouse. <laughs> All right. Um, because you you could start right now taking two thousand dollars out of your um, your RSP, it won't change anything if you get a pension tax credit. 
um, and start, you know, again, it's a hard question to answer on the air because I really don't know anything about you, about income and so on. But you brought up a really, so give me a call off air and we can chat for a, for a little bit. But you brought up a really good question. When you belong to teacher's pension or something that's healthy like that, you should never buy an RSP outside of that plan, right? Yeah, and, and I wish I had had that foresight, but mm-hmm. unfortunately... Nobody told you, right? And I, But I do have a daughter who will do just fine when I snuff it, but... <laughs> I'm I'm kind of more concerned about right now, and I I don't need the money. Mm-hmm. I have, as I say, generous uh, teachers' pension right. is quite generous, but I also don't want to give it to the government. So 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 there's met, there's a lot of options, you know, um, that you can do. Again, it all depends on your um, your lifestyle, your income. There's, you're not going to totally save all the taxes, but you could probably minimize it if you start now because you're you're only 65, so you've got about six years to go. So you could probably do some strategic tax planning and eliminate a lot of those problems down the road. So, okay. Uh, get, I will a call out there. Yeah. Or at, least, or at least I've got your website here. Right. I'll, get, I'll get the number from there because I'm sitting in my car right okay. at the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, drive safe and uh, enjoy your day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling, David. I think it's important that uh, we did talk to David about that because there's a lot of people in his shoes, whether they're teachers or government employees, but also other people who yes. do have really generous pension plans yeah. who work in the private sector right. as well. And they've been investing in mutual funds and RSPs this whole time on and, top of that. And the thing is, when you belong to those pensions, mm-hmm. I mean, don't like leave room in your RSPs because if you ever decide to leave the company or whatever, mm-hmm. they give you like a lump sum. And it's going to be 100% taxable. Right. So if you fill up all your RSP room, you're going to be toast. So, you know, sit and plan. Like people mm-hmm. don't people don't do it. Like David said, he wish you'd have known not to buy an RSP when he's a teacher. So teachers, you know, police officers, people that belong to those type of uh, healthy plans, mm-hmm. don't buy the RSP outside of that plan. Look for look for other ways to do things. 416-457-7526 is where you can get a hold of Kelvin off the air. 416-457-7526. Also, just like our caller said, you can check out the website, askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca. More calls and more thoughts on RSPs and TFSAs on the other side here with your life, your money, askkelvin.ca. And it is 9.44 here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Your life, your money here with Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca, 416-457-7526. AskKelvin.ca. We've been taking your calls and talking about TFSAs and RRSPs and investing for right now, investing for the future, investing for retirement. And we just uh, took a call, uh, interesting call from David. I believe it's... His name, sorry if I've... <laughs> yeah, David. Yeah, and we were talking, he's take, He's got a pension. He's got to worry about now his right. taking, getting taxed on the income of his RRSP plus CPP, everything. Yeah, C- he's got so CRA much. CRA loves him. Yeah. <laughs> because his, if he doesn't do strategic planning right now, he's toast when he's, 60, when he's 71. And there's many people mm-hmm. in their 50s 
you know, early 60s are in that same boat. Yeah, and we think that we're being diligent, we're doing the right yeah. thing, we're getting that tax refund that we want at the at the end of the tax year, and we're happy and we think everything's right. fine until it comes time. Until we turn 71 or yeah. 65 and go, uh-oh. So what before do I do we now? get to uh, Kathy and Brampton, I wanted to ask because you know you're going to be able to you know find out from your from your pension plan how much money you're getting. You're going to know how much right. you have in your RSP. How do you know what you're getting from CPP? How much you're getting old age and so many many of us. I mean, if any age, but mm-hmm. particularly if you're 55 plus, get on to Service Canada, register. They'll send you a PIN number. And you can log in and find out uh, if you were to retire at 65 or whatever, 60, what your estimated CPP is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really shocking because uh, 2017, the average Canadian got about just under $10,000 of income a year. Shocking, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't live on that. No, that's not, that's not nowhere near enough. Yeah. yeah. The average person in Ontario gets about, uh, about, $14,000 of, of income. Mm-hmm. So when you're 65, you collect the old age, and it's about, don't quote me, but I think it's about $580, something like that, in that zone. Mm-hmm. So you already know you're going to get, you know, 580 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Your CPP, you're probably, if you've been working for quite a while, and you're, you're probably going to get about maybe, I don't know, $800. Mm. So you know when you're 65, you're going to get about... $1,500 from CPP in old age. Right. So if you're married, uh, if you have a spouse, you're going to get another, I don't know, 1200 bucks. So you're going you're gonna to take in about $3,000 combined. So if you need $4,000 or $5,000 to live on every month, you know, you're, you're already there because you don't, you need, like I say, you need $210,000 in your RSPs, TFSAs somewhere to generate $1,000 every month. So it's not a very daunting thing. And no. you don't need a million dollars unless just, you want to live a great lifestyle. Uh, but yeah. And we are going to talk a little bit more about lifestyle coming up. But I want to get to Kathy because she's been waiting on the line. Kathy in Brampton, thanks so much for giving us a call here and asking Kelvin your question. What is your question for Kelvin? Okay, Kelvin. Um, if you intend to hold on to both your RSP and mm. your TFSA until retirement, right. what should the difference be between the investment strategies? What should the difference be? Um, I, I mean... Because you don't want to duplicate your no. holdings in both accounts. Right. Um, so, so again, you, you might want to take maybe a more aggressive stance in your, in your TFSA. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe kind of a balanced approach in your in your RSP. Okay. And again, it depends on your age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gone are the days where um, you know a GIC or a or fixed income used to pay us, you know, eight ten percent. Those days are gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we are investing our RSPs, um, you know, in GICs, earning us two three percent, it's not gonna take us very long, very far into our retirement, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So again, it depends on your age and um, and again, assess your risk tolerance. Sit down with your advisor and, and assess that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for the call. Okay, Thanks for your call, Kathy. Appreciate it. And you can follow up with Kelvin at 416-457-7526. Check him out at askkelvin.ca. And before we were uh, taking the call, we were talking about lifestyle a right. little bit. And that's the thing. You've, we, we talked about making sure that you're not putting all your money away 
and you're getting you're having some kind of lifestyle right. where you're taking vacations, you're going mm-hmm. out, you're having your dinners out or movies right. or shows or sporting events, whatever it is that you like to do. How do you maintain all that through retirement? Right. So so retirement planning starts you know the day you start working, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we think retiring is for old people and one day we're going to become an old people, right? <laughs> yeah. And I see too many people just plan and plan their retirement and, you know, do without things. And sometimes health becomes an issue right. when you hit that 60, 65 or even mm-hmm. earlier. And then you sit back and you think, man, I should have taken that trip or I should have bought that TV or I should have done something with my money mm-hmm. um, to enjoy myself rather than, you know, saving for my retirement and retirement. I'm not saying don't save. What I'm saying is have a balance, you know, mm-hmm. in what you in what you do with your money. We see too many uh people that come into the office and have tons of money in their RSPs or, or in their in their savings. And their lifestyle or their quality of, of living is not, you know, it's not not there. Right. And you don't have that uh you're not going to be able to then enjoy that money as mm-hmm. you get older, as health becomes an issue, as mobility becomes right. an issue. Right. So there's there's a balance that you need to take. And are you finding, Kelvin, you're seeing a lot of people on the extreme ends, people who are either not planning at all or they're planning too late or people who are planning too much and they've saved too much and they're they're not enjoying their lives. Yeah, today. you see, we see all kinds, you know, and um, the biggest thing we see is debt. Mm-hmm. Right, people have a lot of owe a lot of money, and the biggest age group that owes money is that forty six to fifty five. So, uh, again, a study was done uh, by Equifax, and they found that the average person between forty six and fifty five owes thirty two thousand dollars five hundred thirty two thousand five hundred dollars, which is quite mm-hmm. a lot of money that you chunk. owe. That yeah. So sometimes you know, look at your debt load and say maybe instead of buying the RSP, pay off the debt or buy the RSP and take the tax savings and pay off, pay the, off debt. the debt. Yeah. Use that, invest back by paying off your debt and stop paying interest. Right. I, I think the biggest part of our, as a financial advisor and other advisors, our biggest problem is, you know, people don't sit and, uh, and, and plan out. Like they don't sit and have a written plan and say, hey, listen, you know, these are my money problems. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have a problem, what do you do? You talk it out, right? Right. So you got to talk it out. That's talk what it we're out. here for. <laughs> talk it out with Kelvin. AskKelvin.ca, 416-457-7526. Talking more about that retirement planning coming up on the other side of the break here and uh, talking about TFSAs and RSPs because that RSP deadline is coming Thursday. up on Thursday. Yeah. So uh, for a lot of people... It's it's decision time. You got to decide what to do yeah. right now. So yeah. we're going to help you navigate that in the time left in the show here. Four one six four five seven seven five two six. AskKelvin.ca. AskKelvin.ca is the website where you can get a hold of Kelvin. Also, 416-457-7526. He's Kelvin, the money guy, and he is generous with his time, and he's <laughs> letting us uh, learn a lot about RSPs. Ahead of the deadline here that's coming up on Thursday. Right. And Kelvin, you were talking a bit about debt load and how that plays into people's retirement planning. Mm. And it just sparked in my mind. I know a lot of people try and borrow money so that they to can buy, the buy an RSP. That to me, that seems like a gamble. That scares me as a, maybe a more conservative investor. I'm a little bit concerned about taking out any money that I don't haven't earned mm-hmm. to then invest. Right. 
What What are your thoughts on borrowing for an RSP? So my thoughts about borrowing for an RSP is, is you know, I, I would say most people shouldn't do it. And the reason being is that unless you're going to take your refund and pay down that uh, that loan, so now you have half the money to pay back, and pay it off within, you know, eight months, then yeah, go ahead. But most people don't. Most people take a year or two to pay off that RSP loan. And then what happens is next February comes, and guess what? They're boring again to buy the RSP. So you're always, you'll never catch up, and you'll always have this big monthly payment. So maybe you might want to say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to pay the taxes right now mm -hmm. and then deal with this throughout the year. So borrowing for an RSP, I don't know. It's I, I'm not a big fan of it. Well, it seems like a gamble to me because you could wind up paying more in interest over the time if you're not diligent with paying it back. Well, then you will get in that refund, yeah. and then you're still going to get taxed yeah, in the so, future. So it's funny that you say that because right now, this week, especially you're going to get banks telling you, "Hey, borrow money for your RSP," mm -hmm. and you know, so they lend you the money at four percent, and they pay you, you lock it away for three years or five years in that GIC at. 3%. <laughs> so you're right. You're not making any money. But we get all caught up in this stuff, you know. Right. So you Sit back and have a look and reassess. Do I really need to buy this RSP? And if I do, well, let's see. How do I buy it? What do I hold in there? What do I do? Right. right? And ask someone who knows. Ask Kelvin. Ask yeah. Kelvin. Don't ask Google. Yes. Don't ask Kelvin. Don't ask Google. Don't ask your friend at the pub. Right. Yeah. So here's some really uh, interesting stats that was done by CIBC. It says 51% of people say that their RSP is expected to be a major source of retirement income. 51%. Yet many people don't plan out their, how they're going to get that money, mm -hmm. right? 67% believe TFSAs are better than RSPs. And like we said all show, because it's completely tax-free. Yet many people haven't uh, used their TFSA room. It's unused, right? Mm -hmm. And many people don't understand the TFSA, how it works. What was it? How do they benefit from it? They don't. They don't know. So don't use that TFSA as a bank account, as we no, talked about earlier wrong. in the show. Yeah, because there are many penalties and stuff involved with that, right? Mm -hmm. Fifty-four percent don't understand uh, the tax issues of an RSP on the spouse on the death of their spouse, right? Like we just don't know, we don't, and we don't ask. You think a lot of people just don't want to think about it? Yeah, we don't think about it mm -hmm. because, like I say, many times the industry, our financial industry, discourages people because we tell them they need a million dollars plus for retirement. So we're thinking, well, man, I'm, I can't save a million dollars, so I'm not going to save any. Thirty-five percent of people seek advice when planning their retirement. 35%. So what that's that, yeah, that's not a lot of people. So no, most people what's the are rest of people doing? Feeling around in the dark. Yes, Just, right. Yeah. yeah. 31% of Canadians plan their own retirement. So remember I say if you use an independent financial advisor mm -hmm. or if you don't have one, go get one because you will earn a bigger return than you would do it on your own. Right. Right? 39% uh, of people don't plan to make an RSP contribution uh, this year. 39%. Wow. Now, maybe because they have no money. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe they're paying off debt. De yeah. Maybe so, they just, you know what, it, next year. I'll do it next year. Right. You know, I, I do a, a regular withdrawal from my from my bank account every month right. to put into an RSP. 
is that the way to do it or are people who are doing it all at the last minute you know smart because they have sort of a little bit more opportunity to really think about this whole lump and what i'm going to do with it yeah i mean if you're going to contribute to an rsp do it the way you're doing it mm -hmm. so you're putting money in every month mm -hmm. and you're taking advantage of the markets going up and down if you wait till the end of the year chances mm -hmm. are you have no money right you don't it's not like you're sitting on a big stockpile right and if you are sitting on a big stockpile or you're not you can call me contact kelvin 416-457-7526 and don't mm -hmm. rush out and buy that rsp i know the deadline is thursday sit you still have time to sit and think about it mm -hmm. you know and plan it out and say man this is what i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna do this year I'm going to be sitting down with the wife Good. after the show and figuring out what yes. we're going to be doing. <laughs> and I'll be asking Kelvin a lot more questions. AskKelvin.ca is the way to get a hold of him. AskKelvin, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca, 416-457-7526. Thanks for helping us navigate these tricky waters here. Yeah, no, it was good. Good, uh, good hour. This hour went by really fast, didn't Really it? fast, eh? yeah, yeah, seriously. So I hope that we've been able to help a lot of you out. If you've still got some more questions for Kelvin, 416-457-7526, askkelvin.ca. Thanks for, for joining us and thank have you. a great couple of weeks. Yes, thank you. Talk to you soon and good uh, good investments out there for everyone. Askkelvin.ca, 416-457-7526.